Ah, what's up, everybody? Happy fucking Tuesday. How the hell are y'all doing? Y'all enjoying your week? How was your Monday? It was a great day yesterday for me. Um, so here, I talked to the band Any Given Sin. Um, fuck, it was a great conversation. Um, I've been wanting to talk to them for a long time, and I'm glad I finally got to. And uh, Again, they're going to be on the road here soon with Shaman's Harvest. So definitely, or excuse me, on the road now with Shaman's Harvest. So definitely check that out. And again, they will be playing Blue Ridge Rock Fest in September. So definitely get your tickets now before they sell out. Tickets are going fast for Blue Ridge. So definitely get your shit together for that. And uh, see so here, Tuesday, tomorrow, the full lineup for uh, Blue Ridge is going to be coming out and the and the days and everything else like that. So. Be on the lookout for that. I believe it comes out at noon Eastern time tomorrow, so definitely check that out. But um, it's going to be a fucking fun-ass week, and tonight we got another kick-ass band with some more fucking groovy-ass tunes. So let's just go ahead and hit this shit and get it started, shall we? In life and in music, there is always a dark side. Whether the truth is something you don't want to tell or something somebody doesn't want to hear, these are those stories. The Black Rose Media proudly presents the dark side of music. Welcome, everybody, to the dark side of music. I am the great and powerful king of kings, emperor of all that is awesome, Derek. How the fuck are you doing today on this beautiful Tuesday, June 7th? Holy shit. Man. Here's the thing. So while I'm glad that in a shitty time where, you know, Things are moving fast, and you know, just it feels like fucking yesterday was fucking February. At the same time, I would like life to slow down a little bit so I can enjoy it, at least the good parts. I know there hasn't been very many good parts lately, but can we at least try? Because now it's just like it's just moving so fucking fast, it's ridiculous. But um, you know, it is what it is. So who in the fuck knows? But uh, maybe we can just you know, eventually, maybe 2023. Maybe third time's a charm. <laughs> 2020 sucks. 20, no, no. This is third time's a charm because 2020, 2021, and tw- uh, fuck. Never mind. Third time's a charm is not a, that is not a factual thing because 2022 is the third time and never mind. It's over. You're done. We're, this is the fucking apocalypse. Sorry, guys, but we're done. So pack your bags, move to a fucking shelter. We're done. <laughs> but anyway. Tonight, guys, I have a band out of Toronto, Canada, eh? Uh, by the name of The Reed Effect. They released their album 1973 not too long ago, and then the newest release called Trampled Under just out now. And we're going to go ahead and play that song for you right now. So here is Trampled Under, the newest single. From the Reed Effect off their album 1973. 
And that was the Reed Effect with Trampled Under. All right. Now let's go ahead and get to this conversation. So let's go ahead and get to the man behind the Reed Effect. What's going on, man? How are you? Good, thanks. Our brother to yeah. the north, good old <laughs> Canada, the, the country that's constantly fucking laughing at us and our stupidity. <laughs> Actually, technically, I'm American. I was born and raised in the States, so I kind of, I am laughing, but I'm also offended at the same time. So that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, it is. And I'm I'm glad I'm in Canada. Like, I have a love for America being born and raised in Connecticut and uh, Rhode Island. Um, So it'll always be a part of me. But yeah, some... I mean, with all due respect, yeah, a lot of craziness. Well, you were talking about that earlier in the thing. I know, we're the third third time, your fourth time with Charm, I hope, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing about it is on this show, I pull no fucking punches. I mean. No, I can tell. I, I, yeah, I don't I like give it. a shit. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, love me or hate me, I'm going to speak my mind. Um, yeah, you know, exactly. I, I, no, yeah. I, I take pride in that. I mean. Yeah. Um, the, the, the fact of the matter remains this. Regardless of. And I'm gonna sp- and I'm gonna speak my mind on this too because it's, and I've said it before. I've said it again because the thing about it is we just had another mass fucking shooting today. I know, I know, I know. I heard just a couple hours ago. So here's the thing. So I know. I, I know it's Tuesday for you guys, and you're listening to this too. But it's today is fucking Thursday for me. So this shit just happened again. I know, I know. And and I and I'm gonna pose the same question I asked last week to everybody again. How the fuck can you sit there and say that changing gun laws won't fucking matter when the country that has the most guns per capita is also the country in the world that has the most shootings, period. More gun violence occurs here than in any other world else in the world, and we also have the most, most guns per capita per person. So please tell me how the two don't fucking relate. Exactly. It's a no-brainer in my mind. No, I don't get it. It's crazy. It's never been like this, man. We're in a strange dystopian time, man. It's crazy. 27 school shootings since the beginning of the fucking year. Wow. Insane. Insane. I know. And like, it, the thing is, clearly it's not work. Whatever we're doing isn't working. So let's just, instead of playing political, like I admire what you're saying. I don't give a shit. I'm the same way because there's, because there's so much uh, posturing and kissing ass and you know um playing for the the financers and the backing and all that stuff there's so many games that's going on and this is where it's led us like there's got to be i know we have to change there has to be some kind of change to evolve you don't you can't keep doing the same shit especially now it's not working clearly exactly you know um people will say well if you ban guns so they'll always find a way Okay, but they banned guns in fucking Australia, except for hunting, and they haven't had a mass shooting since 1996. I know. And, and don't say that. England, I, too. England, too. Japan, yeah. too. They're, they all got on it. They all, right away. all these fucking countries have done it. And yeah. now, and, but we're so fucking different. We're so special here in America. That can't happen here. I know. It's Bullshit. so arrogant. I know. Bullshit. I know. They won't, they won't do it. They're too fucking. I don't know. It's the Wild West, I guess. It like, really fucking years. is. It hasn't, yeah. Well, there, they haven't quite. Second Amendment, Second Amendment. Sec- okay. The Second Amendment was the Second Amendment to the Constitution. That means it can be 
amend it again. Exactly. That's the whole definition of it. I, know. I mean, at one point in time in the 20s, you know, alcohol was illegal here. And then they re-amended it and then gave people the right to drink alcohol again. Exactly. It, it, there's wiggle room. Yeah, you know, they put sure. a, there, there's an amendment in place for women to be able to vote. There's an amendment in place for blacks to be able to vote. These things can change. Exactly. <laughs> They're so stubborn, man. I know. I don't get it. It's crazy to see the interviews I see on uh, on YouTube, especially at the NRA convention just a couple of days after the Texas shooting. Um, just absolutely ignorant and completely detached from reality. Yeah. Um, one of them I, at the NRA convention, I believe it was either at the NRA convention or just immediately after or somewhere around that, like, you know, either during or after. Um, there was a video going around on TikTok, I believe it was, and probably everywhere else too, but I saw it on TikTok, of a dude approaching, in a polite, calm manner, approaching Ted Cruz. Oh, yeah. And he was asking legitimate questions. He asked that same question I just asked. Why is it only here? Can you please explain that to me? How when we, you know, all the same things I just said, and he said, sir, I'm not talking to you about this. I'm not talking to you about this. And had a security guard. He got kicked out. Yeah, he yeah. He got kicked out. Really? Yeah, I saw it. That is I a, know. that's a real fucking American fucking thing to do. Sorry, I don't like what you're asking me, so fuck off. Yeah, exactly. No, I know. And like, they want to have their freedom of speech, freedom of this, freedom of that. Someone speaks their mind in a reasonable uh, perspective, too. And it's like, no, we're not going to take any With of that reason. facts. Yeah, I know. Like, it's a, bang, it's a bang, simple, bang. factual question. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so, another thing, too. And I saw this yesterday. So, this happened, you know, between the two shootings. Um, so, Comedy Central is really, really good about these types of things here in America. Where they send people to these conventions. And they yeah. send people all these different things. And they <laughs> ask these logical questions. And make people feel really stupid at the end of it. So they were talking to this one guy, and I can't remember the exact question, but it was talking. He was talking about you know gun control, and he's like, "Well, you know, hammers, hammers, yeah, you know, eight thousand, yeah, yeah." So the same thing, the guy that he said, "Well, more hammer, there's more hammer violence in this country than gun violence," and he pulled it up, and he was like. Well, actually, that's like the last thing that we have, you know, 300 compared to 8,000. And he's like, yeah. well, well, I don't care. Um, it's my Second Amendment right, so fuck off. I know. I know. <laughs> exactly. Like, how can you? And that's the, that's the spokesman for that <sighs> right wing. I know. It's oh, my incredible. God. It's amazing. I saw the same thing. He, I know. He was just so, he's like, okay, I'm wrong, but I don't give a fuck. Second Amendment. I exactly. <laughs> I know. We're all full of shit. I know. It's insane. And it's all there on social media. Like, the thing is, like, social media is fairly new, like, you know, 20, 25 years, whatever. Uh, but in the whole scheme of things, it's fairly new. But now you can see, like, he can't back down from that. And the whole NRA or anyone that believes in that kind of mentality. Dude, it's right there. Like, if you can't see how ridiculous and just... But I, but I love his conviction, though. You gotta, gotta admire him. Be like, okay, fuck it, I was wrong, but I, I'm right about this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Second Amendment, Amendment, motherfucker. Second Amendment, I know. <laughs> it's insane, man. It's, it's, it's quite hilarious. Quite yeah. hilarious. And, you know, the thing about it is it's sad to say that in 2022, it's not going to get any better anytime soon. 
I know. And the thing is, I think over the last like couple of years, especially with the pandemic, like this was all this kind of mentality was kind of under the surface, like that, and we didn't really see in the mainstream, I think. And then now, it, it, like you see it more and more, especially with Trump kind of leading the leading the, you know, leading the all his cohorts and so on, leading the stampede. And uh, so it's all there. Now we can see it like on a daily basis. It's a bit overwhelming. I think it's been there for like a while, but now it's like uh, you can see it in the mainstream on a regular basis. Yeah. And again, and I'll say this again, too, because I said this last week um, after the Texas shooting. I support your right to have a fucking gun. You know, I mean, if you want to go shoot a deer, go shoot one. Just exactly. make, make sure you do me a favor and make me some fucking deer jerky and send it my way. That shit is fucking amazing. You know, <laughs> if you want to go to the range and shoot, be my fucking guest. Yeah. But there's no need for civilians to have an AR-15. Exactly. If I know. Nothing it's the assault else, weapons. It's the like, assault weapons. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Have your fucking 12-gauge. Have your fucking, you know, 9mm. Have your yeah. 22. Have your whatever. I'm okay with that. Yeah, but there's no reason you're not going to machine gun, you know, repetitive bullets into a like a moose or a deer. Or anything. There's no, there's absolutely no reason. It's really just for I don't know. It's kind of ego and I guess defense in their own mind. But the thing is, it's also like the fact that they um the the background check has to be more thorough. Like the the kid that did that um, senseless act of violence in Texas. It was his 18th birthday, and, and he, he got won- in. He got it right away. Like there has to be a whole legally you know, got it right away. Yeah, like legally, exactly. Like in in this day and age, like it, it's ridiculous you know, that there's no way he could go swinging a hammer or any kind of blunt in- instrument. That's the way. I mean, that was the other thing. Hammers or any yeah. type of blunt instrument is, is like the minor. It's yeah. such a small thing. And the thing about it is, there's no way he could be able to. Um, you know, have a result of uh, killing 21 people. Yeah, and the thing about it is, if you ha- if you feel the need to have an assault rifle, please explain to me why. Exactly. Because the I thing know. about it is, if you're going to get robbed in your house, if someone's going to come at you at home, nine at my, my best guess, and I'm pretty sure I'm accurate on this, they're going to come, if they want to come steal shit from you, they're not carrying an assault weapon themselves because they need their hands to be able to carry shit out of their ha- your house. And if they're going to yeah. attack you, they're going to come at you with a fucking a 9 or a 22 or something along those lines. A handgun, most likely, just yeah. because it the semantics of it. Okay, so do I need to bring my AR-15 just to go seal <laughs> this fucking 50-inch TV from this guy? No. Exactly. So the logic there is flawed. But no. then on top of that... You know, can we at least make it more difficult? I mean, the majority. Yeah, it has, you have to go through a whole bunch of loopholes, man. That's yeah. where it should be. Even for a driver's license, you still got to exactly. get training. And, yeah. The majority of, of the um, mass shootings that happen in this country are done by people who legally purchased a gun. Right. And so, my again, can we, so if we make it harder and they have to go to the black market, they're going to have to be really fucking determined to do so because not only is it going to be harder to find with a mass, with a fucking assault rifle, but then number two, more than likely, being that it's on the black market, you're going to pay 30, 40, 50,000 exactly. markup. Exactly. 
Yeah, yeah they're gonna. What would normally cost you five or six hundred dollars on the yeah. at, at Bass Pro Shop is gonna yeah, cost like you now twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars. Yeah. So exactly. it's, there's no. So again, why do you need an assault rifle when you can just have a, a, a nice nine millimeter? Yeah. No, there's absolutely. It doesn't make any sense. And they would say, like, well, you know, if someone, you know, when there's a will, there's a way. But like you said, to pay 30, 40 grand, if you're not, if you can't do that, or, or if you can at least prove as to why you need an assault rifle. Yeah. Or if you're like, a, you know, police or some kind of security, of course, you, you might need something. Uh, but just for like the everyday person, especially the 18 year old, there's a lot, there's unstable people, there of is. course. And, you know, that, we need to kind of focus Address on that. that. But the thing is, yeah. But to have them have access, to something so uh brutal yeah uh so easily is not cool man no it's look not. look and the evidence is all over the place yeah and then the final point that i made last week and i'm gonna make it again because it needs to be said again is this a well excuse me a um a well-regulated militia so number one, well regulated means that they need to be regulated, not just you know handy dandy. Oh, here we go, anyone can get a fucking gun, and that's not well regulated. Number one, so that's what it says in the Second Amendment: well regulated militia. Number two, with that same statement, militia, with because you're supposed to be a militia against a tyrannous or tyrannical government. So let me ask you this question: Say, for instance, me and you, bud, we decided that. Joe Biden is a tyrannical president, and we and you, we rounded up 50,000 people to go attack D.C. and overthrow the government, okay? We have that right as a, as a tyrannical government. Is, in our, our belief, let me ask you a question. Legally, can we go purchase a tank? <laughs> Legally, yeah. can we go buy grenades or rocket yeah. launchers True. or missiles? <laughs> So legally, could we overthrow the government here in America? No fucking <laughs> chance in the world. So your 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 Second Amendment is flawed from the get go because yeah, no yeah. militia. This is not the fucking movies. No yeah. militia with legally obtained equipment could overthrow the American government. They would be squashed like fucking pennies. Yeah, in the middle. exactly. Squashed like, excuse me, like um, like Mr. Miyagi said, walk right side, no squish. Walk left side, squish, no squish. Walk center, squish, just like grape. That's exactly what the fucking government would do: would squish you like a fucking grape. Oh yeah, like not a chance of hell. Yeah, I've never put it. I, I've never heard it quite put like that before. Yeah, no, exactly. I know for sure. As if you could just like <laughs> the Wild West, man. It is. It's not possible. I know. Again, it just needs to be rewritten and redone. I don't want to take your guns. Right. No, No, I know. I know. It just has to be readjusted. Like the thing, it's about evolving. It's about getting better. Clearly, I mean, I'm sure we can all agree it's not cool. What's going on now? This is insane. And look at the facts, right? Yeah. I mean, so it's a matter of like, let's work together. Whether you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, you know, who cares? I mean, just in the last few weeks, I mean, the Brooklyn um, subway shooting, the Texas thing, now today, you know, it's just one after the other after the other, and it's got to stop. And it's going to happen again if it doesn't, like, if something doesn't change. It's It's just right around the corner, man. I hate to say it. How selfish are you? I know. To where you're like, well, 
not my guns. I'm responsible. Okay. So are the other oh. people that bought their guns responsibly and legally. That yeah. doesn't mean anything anymore. I know. You got to think about the greater good. It's so self-serving, man. There's, there's such a self-serving yeah. mentality. And that's the biggest problem with this country is yeah. that it's it's about my individual freedoms, my exactly. individual rights. And I am fully aware that you have every right to fucking do that shit. But they don't understand the reality of it. Exactly. So here's like here's one of my biggest problems and we've all seen this, you know, over the course of the last couple of years, like the Karen who goes into a, a fucking Walmart and refuses <laughs> to wear her mask. Well, the government says that okay, that's fine. That is a private establishment that can do what the fuck exactly. ever they want. Exactly. They have the right to refuse service to anyone. Yeah. And, and you're like, well, the governor said it's not a law. You're right, it's not a law. But this is my fucking private property. Get the fuck off here. You're not going to follow my rules. Exactly. Or the fact about how, you know, Twitter, you know, is censoring us and that violates our free speech. No, motherfucker. It's not violating no. your free speech. Did Ted Cruz sit there and say, well, we need to kick this guy off of or exactly. did Donald Trump or did <laughs> Biden know. or any government official go onto Twitter and say, you cannot say that on Twitter? No, that's not because that's what the First Amendment actually fucking means that the government will not censor your speech, not private fucking business. Private business right. has a way has a, a even the, the Supreme Court just said that the that private businesses, private social media companies have a right to moderate their own platform the way they see fit. Yeah, because it's not a violation of your First Amendment rights. Go fuck right. yourself. Exactly. I know. And I've seen videos where they explained it like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, the manager or the owner or whatever comes out like this is the way it is. They won't have it. And I, they're uh, like on a one track. And same with these uh, these gun guys. And I, I wouldn't want to take their certain rights, but there has to be some process, man. There it is. Because we all live in a society. If you want to live on an island. Then go ahead, get out of here, man. Yeah. But we're all living. We have to live with other people, and you have to exactly. you have to deal with everything. So you have to look at the greater good, and you have to look at the common good. Yeah, and the thing about it is, it's the greater good or the common good or whatever the the difference between pub public space and private space is the fact that I just said all this and said motherfucker at least thirty times in the last <laughs> twenty seven minutes. <laughs> and if Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google po uh, Podcasts. You know, uh, Rock Rage Radio or anywhere else decided, damn, Derek, he said motherfucker way too many times. I'm taking him off the air. I would have to deal with the consequences because I know that I'm putting this out to private companies who broadcast it for me. And yeah. if they don't agree with what I'm saying, they have every right to take it off their platform. It's not yeah. violating anything. It's, it's me getting censored by a private company who doesn't want me spouting off the shit that I'm spouting off on their platform. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then you understand enough that, like, you know, you respect a certain amount of authority on their end. It's like, well, that's just the way it is. And it you're is. like, okay, I, I'm still going to say motherfucker over here. And you can kind of do your thing where everybody wins. There's got to be a platform somewhere. It does. There has to be a platform for that. Um, yeah. And, and, and that, again, that's where I kind of agree with them that we need to have a place where we don't get censored and we can say the things we want to say. I agree with you on that. But again, at the same time, if Twitter or Facebook or Google or whatever wants to censor us, that's their right. That is a private company. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And the thing is, like, and also, like, bringing free speech, like, I'm all for that as well. I, like, 
in my mind, it's like, for example, like the guy that talked about, well, you know, hammers have taken out more than 8,000 people. Like it, it, it's pe more people have gotten killed by hammers as yeah. opposed to guns. Uh, just like him, for example, like free speech is there. But the thing is, you're going to lose a lot of credibility when you talk a lot of bullshit and nonsense like that guy. And he's one of too many men. Yeah, you have a right to your free speech. You also have a right to be wrong. Exactly. You have a right to be an idiot. Like, yeah, yeah you can be dumb as fuck. Yeah, that's your right. But that's <laughs> no one's going to look. You lose all integrity and you lose cred. You do. Yeah. And I'm glad. You know, but at the same time, I'm glad that that guy was able to speak his mind. And, oh, you know, yeah, again, sure. I, I admire his conviction. He was like, okay, yeah. I might be wrong there, but Second Amendment. <laughs> no, it's funny. I mean, Saturday Night Live could have done it. I, like, you can't even write that. Man. You can't, No, insane. you cannot it's write hilarious. that. And it should be funny. Unfortunately, a lot of people take that seriously. But it's more funny. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, but it's entertaining. We're laughing at it. I mean, the guy's an entertaining guy. It is. <laughs> I, I'll take it all day long. All right. So I think we've had enough of the downer talk. Let's have some more. <laughs> let's have some fun talk at the, in the back half of the show. Um, I, I like to keep it real. You guys know that, and you love me and hate me for it, but whatever. Um, let's go ahead and do this, though. Let's go ahead and play the song Rise Up by the band The Reed Effect. If you don't play, may not be here another day. Don't delay. Come on and join all your friends. We're gonna take this to the end. This invitation that I send, I recommend you attend. Rise up and shout it. Let's start a riot. Why don't you try it? Get together, the night is young Light a fire till we see the sun We've just begun Don't be shy, just come along You know it's right, you can't go wrong Join the chorus, sing the song All night long, all night Rise up and shout it Let's start a
does rise up by the read effect. Let's go ahead and bring back on the man behind the show. By the show. Behind the band. I'm the man behind the show. He's the man behind the band. That works. Let's clarify that. Let's man. clarify that again. Yeah. Uh, so how is life in Canada? I mean, things have got to be, you know, looking pretty good up there. Yeah, it's getting better, man. Like a beautiful day now in Toronto. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's been a it's been a crazy couple of years, like it has been all over the world. But uh, I think our last lockdown was in like January, and um, yeah, the spring been keeping busy. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 going good. Things are opening back up. How long have you been in Canada? Um, I guess like twenty years. Maybe my parents are Canadian. Our okay. parents are Canadian. Uh, so I, I have a dual citizenship. Got you. Okay. Uh, so American and Canadian passport. But yeah, no, I, I like Toronto. It's great. I, I want to get into the States more. We played Nashville. We did a little thing over there a couple of weeks ago. I um, mean, I like, again, having the American passport and I have this, uh, these songs that I'm pushing as much as I can. I want to get into the States as much as uh, possible. Yeah. And then, you know, the, you know, Trampled Under and Rise Up so far have definitely been anthems, you know, yeah. for the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's, it's definitely showing, um, which is nice because um, it, it definitely talks about both of them talk about perseverance. While yeah. a lot of people were talking about the struggle um, and, you know, they they would put the struggle of the last two years in their songs I like how you're kind of putting the the fact that we need to overcome it and persevere through it as part of the central theme of it versus, hey, you know, it's shitty. We understand, yeah. you know, that's how it is, which <laughs> is fine. I mean, there's been a bunch of those, and I enjoy hearing those songs because it lets me know, hey, I'm not the only one dealing with that shit. Right, but exactly. At the same time, level, it's great. Exactly, and I have no problem with that. But at the same time, it's also nice to hear the happy side of it. And, hey, persevere through it. Push through this, you know? Yeah, like, there has to be an element of hope. Like, some of our songs, like, there's a dark element. But, yeah, exactly. I'm glad you picked up on that because I think, like, with Rise Up especially, there's a, <clears throat> there's an element of hope. I mean, it, it's, you know, there's a bit of a party thing there, too. But it is, like, uh, persevering. Yeah, I guess that's the best word for it. To try to get through, like especially on a global perspective um going through the pandemic and all these all this craziness especially here in the west um yeah yeah that's definitely that because i like i i understand there's art you know even the blues was based on you know expressing yourself expressing your your pain and your suffering and your challenges um but there's an element of hope too because there has to be somewhat of a celebration man that we're not alone you know, we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to do this together. And then we're going to, there's an excitement that this isn't going to be forever. When it gets into a hopeless kind of uh, mentality, um, it can get kind of depressing. It's like, there has to be, I got to look forward to something, man. You know? Yeah. But it's hard to stay focused on what that something is for sure. When for it's sure. just this constant battle of just, yeah. Of, of i can't even think of the word i mean it's just a con it's a battle it just that's put that way. It's, it, it, it's just it's yeah. a relentless battle and i'm sick and tired of fighting yeah i know it's exhausting man that, that that's why i think yeah i see what you're saying for me anyway like 
I think uh, as far as hope is concerned, there's a little bit more of peace and a little bit of more of a communal. Not, I'm not talking about communism. I'm not, not even talking about socialism. I'm talking about not being so uh, sequestered and not so much of this polarizing kind of fighting. Over in Europe, over there, this crazy, over here in the West, <clears throat> we all have to step back and kind of, you know, and I'm, my hope was even for the pandemic, it's like everyone could kind of go into the corners for a bit, just kind of, you know, self-reflect and um, as an individuals and as, you know, different groups in society. And then come back, hopefully better for all this. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the last few months have proven to be uh, uh, worse than I expected. Yeah. Oh, I, I, me too. Me too. And, you know, I was talking to my girlfriend a few weeks back about this, you know, <clears throat> the fact that, you know, and I'm not talking about socialism either. I'm not talking about any like that, um, you know, but like countries like I think it's Sweden or Norway, one of those two. And I'm, it might even be both. I don't know. But I know one of those two countries, there is a, a, a majority of the, the townships throughout the entire state or the country is these rules and like, laws or whatever to where if you live in this certain part of the, the town and, this, during this com- and you live in this community, everyone has a communal garden. And you must grow... If you live in this house, you grow tomatoes. If you live in this house, you grow cucumbers. If you live in this house, lettuce, yada, 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 and throughout this entire community. And everyone grows their one crop and then shares it among everybody. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. I bet you ten fucking thousand dollars <laughs> if you tried to do that in one community. One subdivision <laughs> anywhere in this country i know you would be shit on instantly. i know no i know i know that's what i mean i think that divisive nature why the should polarizing I? fighting i know yeah and i think that's the way it used to be like years ago i think before we have a lot of modern modern luxuries now which i love i'm glad we have it but i think in, in a certain extent we've gotten spoiled a little bit the thing is, like back before we start, to, we have to collectively deal with the elements. Like we had to, man. There's no way you can just like a, now we we can kind of go off and do our own thing a little bit, but that's modern technology. It's modern luxuries. You go back not just a hundred years ago, or even like a hundred, hundred fifty before electricity was like a, a regular. You don't even think about it. You take it for granted, man. Like the thing is, they had to work together. There was, you know, you had the butcher, you had the the farmer, <clears throat> you had this um, uh, the steel worker. Yeah. The, you know, they had all these people. The, yeah. What you're, yeah, the blacksmith. What, what you're describing uh, now as a communal gardening thing. thing. This is I know. simple <laughs> gardening. And, and you ask anybody to do share. I grew that crop. Why should I share it with Bob down the street? Because Bob's giving you what he has. Exactly. What Bob has? I don't give a Everybody f- wins. I know. I know. But I know. in this country, everyone's not allowed to win. You can't. I know. No. And I that's know. and and that is the mentality. It's a flaw. People, I know. We're like, everyone's always competing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I I can and on top of that, it's like what's mine is mine, and this. So like one of the biggest like things that I love to talk about, it, about. And we're gonna yeah, we're gonna talk about 
a little bit of socialism here, but it's again, it's it's not about socialism. It's about no, community. It's about yeah. community. One of the biggest things that I talk about all the time is socialized medicine. Okay, or you know, just the right to be med- have medicine. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't want my taxes to go up. I don't want you know my tax dollars to go to help somebody else. Okay, so here's my question to you. Say, for instance, you're a family of four and you pay $500 a month in your premiums. Okay? Yeah. Now, let's, let's do this two different ways. Number one, say, for instance, your taxes, we went socialized medicine, and your taxes went up by 500 bucks. Are you really paying more out of pocket? In the, in the end, I know. No. I know. But then you're here's the other part. Up- exactly. But then here's the other part to it. The other part to it is, well, if I pay into the system and I don't use it, why should somebody else get to benefit from my tax dollars? Well, let me ask you a question. You paid into how much did you pay? You paid that five hundred dollars a month into Blue Cross Blue Shield last year. How much? How many times did you and your family visit the doctor? Oh, none last year. So where do you think yeah. that five hundred dollars a month went to? Yeah. That's sixty thousand dollars or six thousand dollars. Do you yeah. think that six thousand dollars is just? Chilling in, in a bank account waiting for you to use it? No, that went to Bob down the road who had cardiac arrest and needed that money. Now, so you're already doing all these things. It's like it's like this whole idea of community is lost. Yeah, nice. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, that's the unique. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. I know, I know. And the thing is that there's room for you to express and do your thing. There's fear. I think there's like, yeah. you know, even the Cold War when you had the fear of communism and you had the fear, like it's so like anything even remotely resembling anything close, it's not even reasonable. Yeah, It's like, dude, everybody's going to win in this situation, man, including you. And that's the problem. They don't, you don't want have to that. fight. No, I know. It's like I win, nobody you else can't. does. You, no, it, no, you cannot win. I'm sorry. I, I have to be the only ones who win here. And, right. and that's how that's what this mentality is. It's I not a, again. It's not about socialism. It's not about no. you know changing this or taking your guns or doing. It's not about any of that. It's not a political issue at this point. Right. It exactly. is a community issue. It's yeah. how do we take care of each other and make this country thrive? Period. Exactly. And the first and thing would. we got to do is sit there and say, how can we help our brothers and sisters in need? Yeah. And that doesn't matter if we're talking about, you know, the kids scared to go to school. We're, we're not talking about or we're talking about Bob, the homeless guy that, you know, begs in the corner. Or we're talking about the teacher that has to spend thousands of dollars out of her own pocket every year for the, the kids in her class because the school board can't fucking afford to buy pens and fucking paper. Whatever the, whatever the situation is, if we can sit there and say, fuck the government – Fuck the, the, you know, these labels that we put on these, these governing things and just worry about each other as human beings, as Americans or, you know, whatever. That's the only way it's going to ever fucking work. We got to right. start worrying about each other. I know. And like right now, it's, it's so uh, blatantly polarized. And the thing is, it's like, you know, we're in 2022. Like, we're not going to be in this forever. Like, we're not going to be in this time fast forward 10 20 30 years this is going to bite all of us in the ass man like you you can't maintain this kind of thing because it's going to be broken it's going to be uh disjointed it's not going to be collective so that there's, there's going to be uh some people that are winning 
and some people are losing and the people that are losing are going to be pissed off and there's gonna be a lot of violence and a lot of um you know again fanning the flames of polarization yeah you know and, and, i know yeah and i i guess this whole my whole arch arching thing is it's i do this every episode um so you guys are not about to be surprised with what i'm doing <laughs> that whole sense of community is what we have every time we go to a concert. Exactly. That sense right? of community is the same thing that happens when we go to a bar to listen to the local band or exactly. go to a festival or go to anywhere else where it involves yeah. music. But the moment yeah. we stop li li listening to music, we leave that venue and then we're out in the real world again. That mentality is lost. Yeah, true. And that the is power, yeah. It's the power of music and we yeah. don't celebrate that enough. Every American that's listening to this show right now that's been to a festival in the last year. How many times have you seen a Trumper and a or excuse me, that's not even do that go that far. A Republican and a Democrat have a debate in the middle of a concert or a festival? <laughs> have you I seen know. that? No. <laughs> How many people go there wearing their Trump shirt or now I'm talking rock or metal fest. Now I'm not talking country. That's a totally different conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about rock or metal at this point, guys. If you go to a rock or metal show, do you see a Trump shirt or a Biden shirt or a Obama shirt or a gun control shirt or this or no, you don't see that shit. You, you'll see a sarcastic person wearing something about show me your titties. You'll see, you know, uh, you know, hail Satan t-shirts. You'll see music t-shirts, but you won't see political shit. And if yeah. you do, if you do, it's rare. Yeah. Let's not say that it's not, it's not, it doesn't happen because it, it does, but it's rare. And when you do see it, it's, it, they don't focus on it. It's not the, the center of attention. It's just, I'm wearing the shirt just cause I need to wear the shirt. Um, yeah. But outside of the, those four walls or that concert venue or whatever, it everybody just seems to change. But when we're in that music, listening to music together, everybody's a brother and a sister. Yeah, and we seem to as it that. should be. Yeah, I know, I know, and that's the power. That's one of the many uh, tiers of the power of music, and especially in a time like this, I know. Leave leave the political agendas. Leave your guns for God's sakes at the at the door. Let's all enjoy the music and we're all listening to the same shit at the same time collectively. That's that's the experience. And that could be very representative of the way the world could be. Yeah. Especially here in the West. You know. 100%. Yeah. And we need we need that sense of togetherness. Yeah. You know, I'm not here to, you know, spout a political agenda. I'm not here to support one person over another. I'm not here to do that. Um, I love you if you're red, blue, green, yellow, purple, orange, you know, you know, all the colors of the fucking rainbow. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't care if you are, you know, a member of the LGBTQ community. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're Hispanic. I don't care what you are, Jewish, Muslim, whatever. And we need to have more people saying those types of things. We don't care. We, I know. We need to I embrace each other. And I we know. need to just sit there and say, you know, happy go go, happy you know, joy joy, sing kumbaya, <laughs> you know, and have this kind of stuff. I mean, it's like the little things that you don't even realize that people do still in today in 2022. Like this morning, me and my girlfriend were outside trimming our rose bushes out front with our daughter, 
And this older lady, uh, maybe in her 50s, maybe early 60s, was like, oh, you know, there's this nice Muslim couple that just moved in right down the road. And they have two kids. Okay, why can't it, why did it have to be a nice Muslim couple? <laughs> like she's surprised. Yeah, like, oh, I, oh, I can't believe this. The Muslim couple is so nice. Like a zoo. But, but why couldn't it be this nice, lovely couple that has these two kids just moved in? They're awesome. Maybe I can introduce you there. They seem really nice. I came over and introduced myself. And, you know, I would love to be able to introduce you. I'm sure that your kids would get along great. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, no, it had to be with, it had to be start with <laughs> nice Muslim couple. <laughs> They're not usually nice, I guess. I don't know. That, that's like the most backhanded racist thing you could say. I know. I know. It comes the across nicest, as nice, but it's not. <laughs> are the nicest Muslims I ever met. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. If we can get to the point where. We're in a bigger world. It's called globalization, and people get freaked out by it. There, there's different cultures, there's different worlds, there's different colors. It's a matter of all, of us all, to a certain extent. We have to work together. You know, we can all you know celebrate and stay true to our uh, different cultures and beliefs. Um, but at the same time, we can live in the same society with people that may not uh, completely agree with us. Yeah. Everything. Another good example of it is, you know when it comes to specifically to music and this is where the selfishness of Americans come in. If you, if you watch a, if you watch a concert of a, of American band or English speaking band. So even like, you know, a British band or an Irish band or whatever that goes international and does their tour in Japan or Russia or Greece or Italy or whatever. These, uh, these non English speaking fans learn the music of that band in their native language. And they see yeah. that those lyrics oh, really? back yeah. to them. But Crazy. now let me ask you a question. You know, not you specifically, but no, you, I know. The people I know at home. <laughs> the people at home. There's a, a Puerto Rican metal band named Puya that they sing in 100% Spanish lyrics, or at least they used to. When was the last time you learned a song <laughs> in their native tongue? To sing back to them to honor their language or their culture. Exactly. Exactly. You know, yeah, the, the Russian yeah. band Slaughter to Prevail. They sing a lot of um, music in, in Russian. What did you learn now now if anyone comes out to me and says, Well, you know, I, I know Romstein's do host, motherfucker, everybody <laughs> knows. That's not the same thing. Yeah. That's probably the one that that's I That's the one. That's not yeah, the, that's, everybody. that is an exception <laughs> to the rule. But exactly. again, it goes back to that whole so even the metal rock and pop all these, you know, we're not perfect either. But at the same time, music has more of an inclusion, but at the same time, take a look at ourselves and we can say, "Oh, we're inclusive. We're inclusive. We love everybody." But have you have you done the same things that the Italians have done or yeah, the Germans yeah. have done? When it comes yeah. to that kind of a music, no, we haven't. And no, I'm not no. saying that you're not a true music fan and you're not inclusive because you didn't learn German because of all the different, you know, Romstein songs. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's another example of what they do overseas to show togetherness and community that, that we don't do here. Exactly. It's perspective. It is it's perspective. perspective. I know. And there's something, there's a different culture over there. There's a different culture. And uh, there's a slight bit of arrogance, I think, on this side of things uh, to not be willing to kind of embrace things. It's just like we're the center of the universe. 
Um, which is again, like I said before, I think it's something that's gonna it's gonna bite us in the ass at some point, whether it's five, ten years from now, like or now. Exactly. So yeah. put it this way, it's like it's that same type of mentality that you have where you know, well, here in America, we speak American. If you can't speak American, get out. Okay, so <laughs> that Cherokee guy, that, you know, that Seminole tribe, that, you know, whatever. If you don't speak Seminole, we were here first. If you don't speak, exactly. you, know, American, know. Na- you know, American, you know, Native American, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, follow your logic. It's, yeah, follow through. We don't have that type of logic. I know, I know. It's, it's like one step and that's it. And, and it's just about <laughs> togetherness and yeah and that's why i that's why i love talking to people about music because i think that's the one thing that surpasses all that and we forget about all that arrogance we forget about all that stereotyping we forget about all that you know political drama when we're out watching a concert and we're out together watching with music um especially in the rock and metal community and if we lived by the examples that we set to ourselves when we go to these shows out in the real world, we would have lived in a much better place. Yeah, absolutely. That's another good point. Why wow, you're good at this? You've done this is isn't your first rodeo? No, I know. And then music, like four hundred episodes. Live, I think I got it down by now, right? <laughs> yeah. But that, yeah, no, I know. And the um, the live music uh, scenario that that's like a very one of the few platforms where it, it brings people together and it leaves everything at home, like we're all on the same page. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, your political agenda or whatever you leave that at home. And it's one of the few, very few places that yep. where you can enjoy that kind of, uh, inclusion. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I've had a little blast fucking talking to you this last hour. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so let's wrap it up here. So what's, um, yeah. what's the read effect got going on? I mean, I know you just released a new single, um, off of 1973, but you know, 1973 has been out for a while. What's going on next? Yeah, I know. It, I'm going to be releasing uh, three more singles from the album. I know I mean, I'm really milking this. Um, like on a serious note, if I can share really quick, I don't know if you know the story about my brother that uh, he was he was part of the band. He was the other half of this band, mm-hmm. um, and he tragically uh, took his life just when we released this album. So this is his final professional recording. Um, so there's three more singles, uh, songs that we have. Uh, the next one is going to be 1973, and he's actually in it. He was part of the, the video shoot itself. So I'll be releasing that after the summer just because, you know, releasing videos in the summer isn't always uh, conducive uh, to some success. So I want to get as many uh, ears uh, on that song and the video and eyes as well. Um, so that's really where we're aiming. Um, we hope to hit... Uh, the States, actually, in August. Um, late August, we'll go to Detroit, uh, Philadelphia, and some places like that. And then uh, over the summer, we'll be working on some new music, too. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I did know that um, about your brother, and it's it sucks. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, I... You know, I've told this story a thousand times and I'll tell it another thousand times. You know, I was in that same position in 2018 and but luckily I was able to pull myself out. Not everybody can do that. Um, And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for me, you know, pulling myself out of that situation, I wouldn't be here right now. And, you know, thousands of other people can say the same thing. And unfortunately, there's a million other people who can't say that. Um, But we 
honor them. We honor their memory every day by doing, Absolutely. by continuing on doing what we love and what they loved. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that we, I can say about this kind of stuff is never if, you know, when somebody takes their life, they feel that there are the majority of the time it's because they feel like there's a bur- they're a burden on other people. Yeah. And if you upend your life to because of them and what they did, then all you're doing is proving them right. Yeah. You need to continue right. your life and live in their memory by doing what you do and prove them not necessarily prove them wrong because that would be dishonoring their memory, but at the same time right. live your life as if they were wrong, but only yeah. but only doing that to honor them, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, to show them that like you weren't right, but it's because I love you this much. Exactly. You weren't, you weren't right. All, you weren't right. right, but you weren't wrong either. But at the same time, I'm right. gonna show you that you were. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I got you. It's hard to it's hard to say because you don't want to tell a dead person that they're wrong or somebody that was hurting that much. Yeah. As no. In their last wishes, that no, you were wrong. Yeah. No. But, you, but they not. just weren't right, and you want right. to show them that they, that we can that no matter what, we need them here because there's yeah. more people that love us than we know sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they would really want to know that they weren't right. You know that they. You know, we're all human. We all want to be loved, and uh, there has to be some connection on that, on that level. But yeah, I know it is. Well, I'm glad that you uh, kind of got through whatever your situation was like four years ago. Yeah, and uh, part of my like what you're saying, we're talking about rise up and the per- the the mentality and the philosophy of perseverance and pushing through, and that's kind of what my family and I are doing uh, regarding this, but also doing it to honor Chris and. Uh, to show him that he's wrong, you know. No, to show him that to show him uh, that we that he was never a burden on us at all, and that uh, we'll love him forever. That's awesome, man. Yeah, dude. Um, I think you're amazing. I think you're an awesome, Thank dude. Um, Thank you. If I get the chance to see you here in the states, I will definitely be there. Um, hey, whereabouts are you? I, I'm in Maryland. Like Baltimore? Uh, right outside Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We might be there in September, but I'll I'll let you know if we are. Absolutely. Okay. If you're going to be there in September, I will fucking be there too. Nice. Okay. But, um, my friend, you have a wonderful rest of your fucking week. Um, yeah. Stay safe there in Canada, and uh, we'll talk again soon. We'll do. Sounds good, brother. Right, Thank man. you. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. Ciao. All right. Guys, thank you so much for being here. What a fucking great conversation that was. And um, I hate getting that deep and stuff like that. You guys know that. Um. But I do it all the time. I hate it, but I do it every fucking day. Um, the irony of it all. Um, the overarching theme is the fact that something needs to change. Whether it's us, whether it's laws, whether it's the government, regardless of what it is, we need to change. And I hope you at least support that. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back again tomorrow with another fucking amazing episode of the show. And I hope you guys come back for it. And I promise not to keep be a downer tomorrow. <laughs> I can't promise that. <laughs> but guys, we're going to go out with one more song by The Reed Effect. A song called Fine Here. And I hope you guys enjoy it. But guys, 
We'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new episode, a brand new band, and a whole bunch of new fun. But until then, stay happy, stay healthy, stay fucking heavy. Here is Fine Here by the band The Reed Effect. Have a great night, guys. Peace.